Welcome to Blind Like Me, the podcast. We share inspirational stories from the visually impaired community and explore accessible technology and services. Blind Like Me is a community of shared experiences, motivating each other to break down barriers. Your host is Tim Black. Tim has been in the broadcast industry for over 30 years in Canada and was the first legally blind student in British Columbia to attend public school. Tim has never let his disability stand in the way of his goals. Well, here we go with another edition of Blind Like Me. I'm Tim Black. Thanks very much for listening to our podcast, wherever you're listening from. And we're always looking for new and exciting people to talk to. If you've got a great story or you know somebody who has a great story that we'd like to be featured here on Blind Like Me, make sure you reach out to us at info at timblackonair.com. That's info at timblackonair.com. Or you can simply visit our website, blindlikeme.net, blindlikeme.net. We'd love to hear from you so we can feature you here on Blind Like Me. Well, this week we meet Clement Lua from Vancouver, British Columbia. Clement lost his sight at a very young age, but went on to have a successful career in the circus. We'll let him tell you about that. He's been losing his sight in his left eye due to a cataract, but is expected to have surgery later on this summer to hopefully improve things. Clement also goes by the name of Sienna Blaze. We're going to talk all about that, his circus, being a drag queen, and more. Clement Lua is our guest this week here on Blind Like Me. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. So let's find out a little bit about you. Um, some some interesting backstory uh, to you, and I'll let you tell your your story, how you lost your vision, and and where you are now in life. Yeah, sure, definitely. So uh, about 20 years ago, when I was a little teenager, <laughs> I uh, sustained a head injury um, during a rehearsal period, and um, that resulted in a traumatic cataract in my right eye, Mm -hmm. which was um, then went to the doctor and got the surgery out. And then there was a few other surgeries to help with the cataract surgery. Like Mm -hmm. I think there was a retinal uh, replacement or something. Mm -hmm. I don't remember because it was 20 years ago, but, um, but over the years, scar tissue had built over the lens. So it's completely blind with zero vision and no light perception whatsoever. Okay. Um, and then in 2019, my left eye started getting blurry, but I thought it was due to stress because of career and relationship and whatnot, Mm -hmm. but, um, it wasn't Mm -hmm. and lockdown happened. And a month after lockdown started my eyesight and my left eye went downhill too. It's very blurry to the point where I have about 30% of vision right now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and then trying to get a doctor's appointment during COVID was very difficult. Yeah. Probably, yeah. probably then, unheard of. Oh yeah. It was like, I would call in for an appointment and they would be like, we have nothing for the next three months. And I'm like, um, a little <laughs> difficult. <laughs> and then everything was trying to be virtual. Right. And I was yeah. like, I think this is a per in-person thing. And then, uh, it took about eight months for me to get a doctor's appointment, which oh finally happened in the winter. And now I have my cataract surgery booked up in the next couple of weeks. So by the end of the summer, I should have my surgery booked or wow. done by then. Or done by then. So how have you been dealing with it then? How have you, I mean, obviously lockdown was a, was a big thing. Yes. I mean, that was a big kick to anybody, uh, especially anybody who, who can see or can't see. It was difficult for the, you know, for the blind uh, community because, I mean, we all rely on help from people. Uh, how did you get through that? What was, what was it like for you? It was difficult at first because I didn't have any resources available for me mm-hmm. at like that I wanted. Mm-hmm. 
um, it was mainly trying to survive with, you know, trying to get on uh, the CERB that was available in Canada mm-hmm. and EI and whatnot. So that was, took a lot of the focus, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it went, I went to, I went pretty to a dark place. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't have a sense of community. So by the time I started researching stuff on YouTube mm-hmm. about like, you know, what I need to get done, I had to order my own cane off of Amazon, which was oh my God. the best one. Yeah. <laughs> Because I couldn't, I couldn't get you couldn't reach out to, to the, the CIB. No, of course not. No, 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 not at all. So I had to learn how to do it on my own, and I finally got my referral a couple of weeks ago, and I finally got my new cane two weeks ago, and it's been a blast with it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. So it was just like you know, I'm thank thank goodness for YouTube and stuff like TikTok, where there is a blind community that has information that you know you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And community is very big for me, mm-hmm. so it, that's that's what's helped me, and uh, it's it's brought a lot of light to my life in the last couple of weeks. So I'm in a very great place right now. Isn't it wild how the YouTube, TikTok, online communities uh, for the blind or any kind of disability has really, really grown? It's it's, it's almost shone uh, more so than you know any other place. Uh, you're seeing visually impaired and blind people going to the, you know, going to those platforms and telling their stories and helping others. And that's, I mean, that was one of the reasons that we do this uh, mm-hmm. is, to, is to help people out. And how cool is that that you, you know, you were able to do that? Like, that just amazes me. That's awesome. It, it's, it's such a different world than it was even like 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. So oh, yeah, totally. And I think like, and it's, it's a beautiful thing to see that, uh, you know, everyone is, being more vocal about it mm-hmm. because I was definitely ashamed about it. I never told any of my friends or any of my fans that, you know, I have been dealing with uh, one completely blind eye mm-hmm. for all these years. Mm-hmm. So I, when I started posting stuff about this a couple of months ago on like my personal Facebook page right. and Instagram, I've a lot of people were like, you never told me and I've known you for 20 years. <laughs> I'm like, and they were, and they, they asked me why I never shared about it. And, I was, and, you know, I was ashamed about it. I was embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always taught as a young artist, show your best work and prove to people that you can do anything that you can. Right. Mm-hmm. So I like was able to travel the world as a circus performer, as a dancer, and even as a drag queen now, I've been able to perform all over North America with no issues and no one knew until now. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Tell yeah. me, tell me a little bit about traveling the world um, as a circus performer. I mean, as someone who is blind as a circus performer, that, I mean, Clement, that's really, really cool. I, I Thank that, you. That is so cool. <laughs> I was a, uh, so my specialties were in uh, tumbling, character development, and fire manipulation. So I can eat fire, spin <laughs> fire, and breathe fire. Fire is definitely my specialty. Okay. I'm a little pyro, but yeah. So I, um, but I started training with the circus when I was like 12. Really? 12 or 13. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I started off in gymnastics. Okay. And then wanted to do something a little bit more artistic and, um, and then I found a summer camp that was here in Vancouver called uh, Sir Kids. Okay. And I joined them for one summer and I was hooked. I was hooked. We did everything from like trapeze to trampoline to yeah. juggling, unicycling. Oh, it was such a fun experience. And then that's when Cirque du Soleil started touring their shows around North America. And sure, sure. 
we we went to go see one and I was hooked. Like I knew that the stage was my life mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I did that. And then um, I got my first gig when I was 15, mm-hmm. I believe. And mm-hmm. then, um, so that was great. I got to travel within um, Canada. I did my first performance as a, like a resident fire performer mm-hmm. from Vancouver and got to, I got sent to Montreal, Toronto oh, wow. and performed in their big celebrations or whatever they have there. Yeah. So it's been a great experience. And then um, got really big into it. And then I got injured, not with the head injury, but, um, <laughs> uh, you know, this very bad back after yeah. so many years of abuse. Sure, and sure. Um, so I moved back to Vancouver and uh, was became a hairstylist and makeup artist because yeah. what the little gay boy fantasy is that, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, how stereotypical am I? But, you know That's what? Awesome. I, it was it was It was an artistic, like, endeavor right it was yeah. great to do something artistic and then i uh, went out to a local bar and they all knew my background in dance and circus and they knew i was a hairstylist and makeup artist and they dared me to do drag and i basically done it 16 years later <laughs> oh my god and now your 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 drag name is what sienna blaze awesome and have, and yes. now have you performed as sienna blaze like all over the place or, or where <laughs> Yeah, so I performed all over North America, uh, mainly in Vancouver. I do have I had a residency uh, residency show, a bi weekly one, at one of the local gay bars here in Vancouver. Okay, um, but I've had the opportunity to perform all over North America, from Seattle down to Florida, uh, New York. I performed in and in uh, Sacramento, Toronto. Yeah, that's wild, and great. and all with with a vision impairment, and you never let anybody know. No, no, they only saw they would like suspect that you know they saw the lazy eye in my right eye and it's mm. like no you just have lazy eye i'm like yeah sure yeah, okay. that's what it is <laughs> a little bit more than that but yeah, but yeah okay yeah it was a little bit more than that but nobody <laughs> yeah. knew but okay. yeah I, I kept that as a big secret for a while so now that everything is you, you've let people know more about your vision what has people's reaction been it's been all over the map, really. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my closest friends, there's been a lot of empathy and sympathy going on because it was, I basically, it was like coming out again. Yeah. After like, you know, coming out as a teenager to my parents and family and friends, it was like, it was a whole new experience of coming out again. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of them understood, but I had like the few bad apples that were like, well, you should have told me blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, I had to cut those people out of my life. Right. Yeah. So if they weren't there to support, Mm -hmm. uh, I hope you're doing well and we'll hopefully talk in the future. See you later. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's a, and that's a really great way of looking at it. I mean, you know, as, as much as you can get positivity into your life, I think that's really, really important to, to have that part. And I'm so happy to hear that people have, uh, had the empathy and have embraced, uh, what you're going through, because as you say, you went to a little bit of a dark place while you were going through all of this and, uh, to have those people that are being positive lights in your life, it is going to make the transition for you so much easier, right? Especially yes, if yes. things, especially if things, uh, you know, don't go the right way or, you know, if, the, if things improve, you're still possibly going to have some challenges, but you know, that's, that's great having people who are going to, going to help you, uh, mm-hmm. and, and be involved in your life. So that's cool. 
Yeah, definitely. It's been a it's been a blessing, definitely for sure. Uh, what kind of cane did you get, by the way, off of Amazon? That was horrible. I just want to know. So. Oh my goodness! It was like a fifteen dollar cane that <laughs> came with Amazon Prime. It had a black tip on it. Okay. Um, it was it was the white cane, but it had like a red sticker on it. Yeah, yeah. For indication and a very horrible rubber band. <laughs> <laughs> so and like you know, it was something and. Yeah. yeah, it was not the best thing, and I kept getting jabbed in my stomach, and oh, I'm pretty sure yeah. I had bruises for a little bit. Yeah, but. trust me, those that that hurts. Yeah, I, I yeah, but this new cane has a has a roller tip on it. Yep. it like the, the marshmallow tip, one. the big marshmallow tip on the bottom there. <laughs> no, I didn't get the marshmallow tip. They gave me the mushroom tip. Oh, one. okay, yeah, uh, good. Just mm-hmm. because it uh, it would read better because in the West End there's a lot of hills and a lot of uneven sidewalks. Right. So okay. so they say they said that it would have been um, it's better to use this one for. Okay. For where I'm at. Nice. So now that you've become a uh, a cane user, how how has that uh, transition been for you? What's that experience been like? Um, it's been weird. Uh, I'm a lot more comfortable with it now since I've been using it on the daily for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's uh, I've been able to go for longer walks by myself. Mm-hmm. I finally was able to walk to my friend's apartment, which is literally a five minute walk away. Mm-hmm. but it took about 20 minutes because I was trying to figure everything out. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like it, I'm, I'm taking every little thing that I can do with it as a tiny victory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's been, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. And my friends who've, um, who've has been helping me, they're like trying to make, let me be an independent person instead of, you know, like clinging onto my arm and being my sighted guide. Yep. So they're like, no, we'll just, you just go and we'll tell you if you're leaning to the left or right. <laughs> a little to you the know, left, sometimes, a little to the right. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes, you know, being, being some of them, like being my best friends, they'll like, you know, yeah. watch out for the tree or watch out for that branch <laughs> that's going to hit you. So that's, it's been, it's been entertaining and, you know, I'm taking everything lightly. I'm not, yep. you know. I'm not going to, because why, why, why dwell on it? Right. Exactly. I I was going to ask you, so, I mean, there's other challenges now, obviously you're having, uh, not just the walking and using the cane, but how are you making out with like things around your apartment and stuff like that? Cooking and all those. So cooking has been, um, an interesting task. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just recently bought a, um, a thermometer that, actually reads out everything for you so there was no guessing Mm -hmm. because for a while i was like i don't want to like cook stuff and have it burnt or like undercooked especially stuff like chicken right yeah yeah, totally so i've been slowly starting to do that but um i've had a lot of good friends that you know would get stuff and freeze it for me and i can just pop it in the oven right yeah okay so that's been that's been fun so Mm -hmm. i'm still trying to get back into cooking Mm mm-hmm now, <laughs> well, it's all right. You'll you'll get there, man. That that it, it'll happen for you. Now, we were uh, before you started uh, talking here. You were saying that you're you're learning technology, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So so have you now downloaded any apps for your phone and stuff like that that is making life easier for you? Um, I downloaded Seeing AI. Good. That was the first one I was going to mention. Yeah. Yeah. That has been a very very. Um, great experience because at the grocery store mm-hmm. I can just scan the products and it tells me what it is. So I'm not guessing <laughs> what can is this? Is this mushroom soup or is this <laughs> dog food cream of broccoli? <laughs> you know? Yep. Um so that's been great. And then I just started using uh Soundscape from Microsoft. Oh okay. 
Yeah, which has been um, was a it was a suggestion from the technology expert at the CNIB, and um, it's kind of like Google Cat or Google Maps, but it reads out everything. It tells me which buildings are which here, which has oh, been really? great. I've now yeah. see I've never heard of that. Now is that an Android or is it an iOS device? Well, I have an iPhone, so they okay. just released it out for iOS, and okay. uh, there's still some kinks to it, okay. but um, it's been generally pretty good. And um, the other one that I have been using app-wise has been uh, Be My Eyes. Awesome. That is very cool. So I, yeah. So I use them for like, you know, when I'm doing laundry, I'm like, can you tell me where it's a button for the laundry machine? <laughs> you tell me this is <laughs> a light me- or a dark? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, which yeah. one, which, like, is this, is this a proper detergent for this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, and that's been fun. Isn't that an amazing, I mean, that is an amazing app in itself. Um, my wife and my, my wife, daughter and son are all signed up on that. And actually I have it on mm. my phone as well. Isn't it wild? The people you connect with, like, I don't, oh, yeah. I mean, I've connected with people in Australia. I mean, I've only oh, probably wow. used it once or twice. I think I had, I connected with somebody in Vancouver once I've actually been now. Here's the other funny side of it. Uh, because I can see I've actually been the eyes for a blind person, uh, which, oh, nice. <laughs> which we really thought was funny. Uh, because yeah. it was when I initially signed up for it, I signed up for it wrong. But how cool is that, that the, that technology is there? Oh, it's great. Like I didn't even know there was such a thing like this. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for TikTok, like people like Molly Burke and even Jay, that was like, you know, try these apps out. And I was like, okay, let's see if I can download it. Yep. And I would play around with it and, it's been a great experience. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. now going forward with, with your vision, are you going to incorporate that into being back into your drag or is that good? Yes. A good. Yes. Okay. I'm, I was hoping yeah. that that was going to be the answer. Well, I like, I, I believe representation definitely matters in all aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause my background, my ethnicity, I'm, I'm of Malaysian Chinese descent. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, especially with everything that has been going on in the last two years, mm-hmm. I think representation is definitely um, key. So um, I'm very thankful that I have a platform to kind of educate everyone mm-hmm. as a drag queen. Mm-hmm. So um, since I've been talking about it a lot more often, I, I've had like the Vancouver Pride Society has messaged me and was like, we would love to do a video with you once you're all good. And we can talk about, you know, your experiences of losing your eyesight during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And you know how that every like you there's people that you would never know that has a visual impairment of any kind. Mm-hmm. You would never know mm-hmm. until they say something. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm it's definitely in the forefront of my of what I want to do next in my career. That's awesome. I'm so glad you're gonna do that. Have mm-hmm. you have you found any I mean, we talked about the negativity from some of the people who are no longer in your lives, but have you found any big challenges since you've been going through this? I mean, obviously the pandemic was a challenge, but have you seen any other or felt any other negative vibes or uh, challenges, roadblocks that you didn't expect? I guess a lot of people, when they see me walking around with the cane, they don't know Mm -hmm. what exactly it's for. Mm -hmm. So I kind of usually take that as an opportunity, opportunity to educate. So like even yesterday i was walking around the block to get some exercise mm-hmm. and um this lady and her child comes up and she was like oh he's got a stick and blah 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 and you know the mother hushed her but i was like oh, oh. No, no no don't worry oh, yeah. 
That's horrible. Like, so I, yeah. so I like, so I was like, Hey, come here. Let me, let me tell you what's going on. Mm-hmm. She's like, and the mom's like, are you sure it's okay? I'm like, Oh yeah, definitely not a problem at all. Yeah. So the little girl comes up to me and she's like, what's this all about? And I, so I explained to her, I'm like, you know how you hold your mom's hand to get you around. This is basically like holding my mom's hand. Mm-hmm. It helps me get around her around mm-hmm. and, you know, makes mm-hmm. me feel information. So it was a great educational standpoint. Does it surprise you that that happens? No, not at all. Why so? Because even when I was still had my good eye, like my mm-hmm. left eye was still able to see mm-hmm. properly. Mm-hmm. Even myself, I would kind of like, you know, see somebody with a cane and just walk to the other side and like try to give them space and not, you know, try to interact with the person, mm-hmm. you know? And I find that, you know, since I've been learning how to use my cane, it's been nice to have people come that are walking towards me and be like, Oh, I'm on your left or I'm on your right. That's awesome. And that's been very helpful. But like, I know that a lot of people don't do that and they just try to walk in front of you or, you know, shimmy past you without saying anything. Yeah. Now, cause so, you went from the sighted world to the, as I like to call it, the dark side, but how do you see things differently now? I'm very aware of, of how, um, accessibility options are key. Mm-hmm. Even going to a restaurant to know that, you know, Hey, like, is it easy for me to go from my table to the washroom or are there steps or are there ramps or, you know, is there anybody that can see me with my cane and come out and help me right away? Mm-hmm. You know? So mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's opened a lot up to me and like, as an artist, usually you always work in food and beverage, right? So <laughs> I like, so I have this one uh, restaurant that I was working at before the pandemic ended and um, I was talking to the manager and I was like, we need to, we need to be more accessible because what I've experienced with the steps and mm-hmm. just standing out at the door and not having anybody come up to me has been very difficult, mm-hmm. especially when you have to be seated at a certain table, you know, and mm-hmm. everything like that. So mm-hmm. I, we had a really good conversation about that a few weeks ago and things are going to be changing in our restaurant for sure. Isn't that amazing that we're not that accessible? And and I think it's a, I think it's kind of cool that you're getting to see from the other side as someone who had sight, and now you're getting to see it from from the side of the blind person. Is that we you know the sighted people? And my wife is a very big advocate for making sure that everything is accessible because I mean she and I have been together for almost thirty years, and mm-hmm. and she's seen what I can go through and, and what I can't see and so forth, and how we're not our world is not as accessible as as people think it is. Yeah, no. And like, I've been, I've shown how to use audio description on the TV for a few of my friends and they've been enjoying it. So I'm like, this is a slice of what I go through every day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, and they're enjoying the audio description. I wish there was audio description on everything, but there isn't. Yes. But one day it will come, but Mm -hmm. that has been a huge help on just general cable TV and Mm -hmm. even on Netflix and Disney plus. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's, you know what? My wife turns it on more than I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, I, I, think I'm, I think I'm going to keep it on after oh, yeah. like, my surgery Yeah, because I can be in the other room and still know what's going on. Exactly. You know, I mean, watching old friends episodes, it's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So now you, you say you do have surgery and that's uh, hopefully coming this summer and uh, hopefully that will improve things for you. Right. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, it's supposed to come up at the end of August, yeah. which I've been waiting for for a while. Okay. Um, and they said that it's since it's supposed to be a routine surgery with the cataract, mm-hmm. that it sh- I shouldn't have problems, but they, they're kind of extending my recovery time okay. from the one or seven to 10 days to 
um, three weeks. Okay. So I'm still going to stay low and everything. Um, cause I want everything to heal properly. I don't want to yep. be an angsty teen and not, you know, worry about anything. Yep. So, um, yeah, once that's all done, I have a bunch of photo shoots ready to go. I need to go back in the gym and lose weight. <laughs> um, <laughs> I gained a few COVID pounds, uh, which yeah, is the, fine. The COVID 28. Uh, oh, I, I hear, yeah. I so, hear you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So like, I have a lot of projects coming. I have a lot of auditions coming up as Good. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and two of them are actually for a, uh, a blind character. Oh, really? So I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. So I have, they're sending me the sides in the next couple of days and I'm going to go through it and see what I can do to do my self take for it. Cause I'm still learning this. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And then I have, um, a couple of, uh, YouTube video is going to be coming out. I'm going to be starting a podcast talking about uh, disabilities in the queer community. Okay. Awesome. And please let yeah, me know when, let me know when you get that going because I'd love to uh we'd love to uh you know put that information on our on our website that you guys are doing that and uh yeah. and maybe we get you back on talking about that because that would be really cool. Oh totally. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that would be amazing because yeah. one of I have another drag queen that's out in the Fraser Valley mm-hmm. and um they have a physical disability, right? So that has been a great person to talk to, so we decided to move on forward and talk about it more. Awesome. Yeah, so so we're going to be doing that. So I have a lot of projects on the go, and um, I'm just I just want to get back on stage again. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What was the one thing that you would tell the sighted community right now? Hmm, that's a very good question. I would say you don't know what people are going through unless you ask them. Especially in my case, mm-hmm. I didn't share my visual impairment for close to twenty years, and it's such a personal dark secret that I held back so long that I kind of, I didn't, I wouldn't say rob my friends of that information, Mm -hmm. but it could have helped in the long term. Mm -hmm. So I would always ask questions. If you see somebody with a cane, be like, Hey, do you need help? Mm -hmm. Or if they're a friend of yours being like, what's going on? Cause that will definitely help with any mental health issues that we go through. Awesome. I like your answer. Yeah, thank Clement, you, Clement. Where do uh, where do people uh, find you online? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok under the Sienna Blaze. Awesome. Yeah, we're going to give you a follow and right then, now. Thank you. And YouTube channel should be coming up very in the next couple months, and then yeah, it'll be very exciting. Excellent. Thanks very much for hanging out with us and uh, telling us, telling us your story. I wish you all the success, my friend, and, uh, and good luck with everything that you have going. And uh, please, let's make sure we keep in contact. Definitely. Thank you very much for having me. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for listening to Blind Like Me. If you have a story idea or you'd like to share information about new assistive technology, visit us at blindlikeme.net or send an email to info at timblackonair.com. Blind Like Me is a timblackonair.com production.